リンクスタート先輩先輩キツライダイオディズリスコミラビンオンハダイシステイウェットホーシャディソコワイエウェダイフォーハーライデンワチンタイオーデンタイウェッIt's not you, it's me. I can't do this anymore. I can't ponder the existence of ever sitting down and spending my time watching anime ever again. I will never watch it again. I will never do podcasting again because I hate anime. With all of my heart, I hate these anime tattoos. I hate all of these figures and pictures on my wall. I will never, ever do a podcast or watch anime again. Spice and Wolf is by far the worst anime show I have ever seen. One Piece is by far the greatest show ever made in human history and will go into the continuum of ever continuing continuous. Of being the greatest show, and I hope it never ends because I wait every single morning for that show to drop again. I will miss you. I will often ponder of the greatness we had with one another. And also, and I mean this part the most of all April Fools, bitches! Gotcha, bitch! <laughs> I know technically it's April 4th now that this podcast is released, but guess what? I had to do an April Fool's joke because I haven't done one of those in ages, and I thought to myself, who better to do it with than you guys? So hello, welcome in. It is by far all of our favorite time of the week where we get together, we turn the radio up extra loud, or we pump up the volume on our Spotify podcast, whatever platform we're using, and we get to enjoy something together, which is the wonderful tales of anime and the life of senpai and everything that goes on. So I'm doing well. Thank you guys for tuning in and staying with me because so much has been happening and I swear every time we get together it's like something big and major is happening in my life but that's the best part is we get to experience it and live it together so I hope everything is good on your side I hope all of your family members are thriving your loved ones your significant others your mistresses mistresses they them sisses whatever it is I hope you guys are doing well so take some of my love take some of my positivity and my sunshine and take it with you guys into a brighter day because it's time for anime our way man I hope you guys are really doing well. This year has been insane. There are so many good animes at the moment. It is insane. Where we are at the precipice of how anime is becoming mainstream. And so there's so much that I need to get into, and there's so much to talk about. So little time, so much to do. But I have to say now, since I haven't talked to you guys since it has happened, AOT, baby, I cannot wait for the final conclusion of this show, the part three, part four, part 75 of the 
conclusion of the downfall of the interception of whatever. Dude, I'm just excited. It's very exciting to know that we're finally going to get to a spot in a time where we get to see the completion of probably one of the greatest animes ever made. And trust me, if it's not uh, your cup of tea, that's okay. doesn't need to be your cup of tea. There's plenty of shows out there that I diss on. Like, for example, One Piece. I think it's too long. It's just not my cup of tea. I don't want to invest in it. I don't got the time, okay? It doesn't take away from it. It can be your favorite show. Attack on Titan is going to go down as a top five show of all time. It's going to go down of not maybe possibly the greatest show ever made, depending on the conclusion, but I can't see it going anywhere else but up from here. This show is amazing. Do you guys really understand that Aaron Yeager, this man, is literally one. He is winning. He has won it. He has his cup has filleth over so much that it can't even matter if it runs dry at this point. This man literally checkmate the entire world. Have you guys really thought about this? So Aaron Yeager is commencing the rumbling. Everything's going on. I don't need to tell you guys things you already know. We've talked about it. But understand this. Aaron Yeager has gotten to a spot now where anything that happens from this point, he's won. Everything is over. He has won. This man, no matter what happens now, whether he gets stopped or continues in rampages across the entirety of the world, either way he wins. Now, this is not to do with anything about his life or death. This has nothing to do about the thousands of millions of people that he's killing and all this stuff. The fact is he has won. He has ended a long lineage of suffering and genocide to his people because of what has happened over the entirety of everything through this completion of this story. It is so well written that you have to remember that if he does get stopped... He wins because now everyone was brought together for the greater cause of the enemy, where the enemy of my enemy is my friend. He has now done that. He has brought everyone together from Marley, from Paradise Island, wherever you may be. It doesn't even matter where part of the island they're from. They can be from the submersive of the sea. They're all coming together to stop him now to save humanity, which is insane. He has won. He has united the people of the world for a greater evil and a cause, showing them this is what happens when you push the dog too close to the wall. Also, say they don't stop him, and he goes and he does his rampage. His people are forever saved now, because all that's left is his people. Not saying one's right, one's wrong, whatever it is. He has won. Aaron Yeager checkmated the entire world, and nobody even realizes yet. This man is so big brain, his forehead has to be glistening from the sun when it's dark outside. Because that's how high his head is, and that's how much it reflects the sun on the other side. It is insane to me. Props to Aaron Yeager. Props to the writing and producing staff. This is incredible because he won. Regardless of the outcome, it doesn't matter. Even if we get an anime ending only, which I've, I've predicted before, I really hope we do get an anime only ending, but we'll see. We'll see what happens. I'm still on board with it, but I do believe that whether he has stopped, whether he completes it, he's won. It's over. He's accomplished everything and more that he set out to do because his innocence, his life, his family, his friends, everything was taken from this man. And guess what? When you take everything from a man, I'll tell you this. Good luck stopping him because he sees red, seeing red again, and he's going for everybody. And you better watch out. You better not cry. You better not pout. I'm telling you why Aaron Yeager stepping on you. He's coming for everybody. You can run and hide, you can duck and crawl, you can try to climb up the tree or a mountain. Aaron Yeager's coming for you. Yes, you. <laughs> so it's cool, man. I'm excited to see that. So the conclusion of AOT is coming. Super dope. Uh, shout outs to our short kings out there. We love Levi. Yes, we do. And shout out to Mikasa for being an absolute conta absolute just dits of a mindset because Minkasa could have stopped this entire thing. Can we talk about this for a second as well? Do you guys know that when Aaron Yeager had that heartfelt confession to Mikasa, because I went back and watched all this just because of how hyped I was for this show, she had a chance 
to save Aaron Yeager when they had that moment together and they were talking and she's like, I see you as family. And he's like, dude, this isn't Alabama. All right. Like we can't like, what are you doing? Like, why are you telling me that you're family? I know we feel like family, but I'm trying to start a family with you, Mikasa. I want you to rasa my Mikasa. Okay. Like, what are we doing? You are supposed to be a part of me. And I wanted to tell you, I love you. I wanted you. And you literally looked at me and you're like, scarf. That's all I need. What? You got to be kidding me. Mikasa, I blame you most of all, too. As much as everybody wants to blame everybody else for all the stuff that's going on with the war and everybody in the famine and the just disdain and the concentration camps, I blame Mikasa. Mikasa could have stopped Aaron years before the rumbling happened. And guess what she did? Nothing. Nothing. Nada. Nil. Zitch. Nada. Zero. Zero. She did nothing. And that's disappointing. And shout out to my short kings again to Levi. So, yes, I'm hyped about AOT, as you can tell. Super pumped, still on my mind. I'm just intoxicated with it. It's just really cool to be at the completion of something that I know is forever going to be living within the eternity of human existence. So that's really cool. Also, I do have big news to announce to you guys about something that I'm going to be endeavoring in. So I'll get into more specifics about it with you guys next week. But this is going to be a new fun adventure of mine. And I'm very excited to see where this takes me because I work extremely hard. Uh, It's very hard for me to find time to do a lot of things that I want to do because of the limitations we have as humans. Uh, If you are not beating the first level of financial freedom, then you have to work. Like most people do nine to five, you got to work hard for your money. And so I want to work less hard. So that's why I'm trying to do more now to have the payoff later to do accomplish more of these goals and dreams I have because I want to do more podcasting. I want to talk to you guys. I want to live stream. I want to do a lot of this stuff. And there's an opportunity that has presented itself that will make that possible to do it. So This is going to be huge. Uh, I will tell you guys more about this next week in the podcast. Nothing is official yet, but basically it's going to happen is all I'm going to say. So you guys better be ready for this. I'm going to pour a lot of my heart and soul into this, what's coming, and I need you guys to be a part of it. That's how big and important this is. So we will talk next week about that. So... As I've talked to you guys, I trolled you. I was the tra-la-la-la-la-la troll under the bridge coming up, giving you the April 1st on the 3rd, April Fools. I welcomed you guys in, gave you some love, excitement, and positivity. I told you a little bit about Attack on Titan, how excited I am for that. But I thought that I, it should be time that I finally complete the Q&A that I gave to the Discord community that I have with Anime Senpai Podcast. Very easy to join the Discord, by the way. All you guys got to do is go to any social media platform I have. Click on the link in my bio. It is a active invite to the Discord. You guys can join in. I'm always in there. So if I I'm ever far away from podcasting or whatever it is. You guys can always find me there. And I'm always in there talking to everybody. So it's a quick way to senpai and a great community we built as well. I presented to them. It feels like years ago now, but it was like four four months. It was at the end of basically 2022. And I asked everybody in the Patreon, uh, Patreon fam as well. But in the Discord, I said, guys, uh, I need you guys to ask me two questions each about anything and everything. Go, whatever it may be. No holds bar. Ask away. Let's have some fun. And I want to sit down and talk to you guys about whether it be personal things, whether it be some fun things, anime takes, whatever it is. And surprising enough to not my surprise, but I guess surprising enough, a lot of them were anime questions, which who would have thought? It's like I talk anime. Like I, I'm more than just my body. Okay. My eyes are up here. I watch other things than anime. Like for example, I told you guys about Cabinets of Curiosity. Did y'all watch that? Did you check it out? Did you check out Guillermo de Toro and his great piece of art of his horror masterpiece and this episodic vibe that feels like Twilight Zone mixed with Black Mirror on Netflix? Netflix. I bet you didn't watch it yet. And I might have never mentioned it till now, but who knows and who cares? I am a man who loves multitude of things. So I'm very excited to dive back into this and complete the first thing that we've ever done ever on the Anime Senpai podcast of a Q&A with Senpai part two edition. So what I'll do is just like last time, 
I will go down this list. I will read out the member, what they asked, and give you the answer. And this one is about one left per person, so this will be fun. And if there is some time at the end, I'm going to shout out some interesting stuff for you guys to look into within the world of anime and probably crap on TikTok. No, you know what? I'm going to crap on TikTok right now. Guys, do you understand what is going on in the cataclysmic event of what they are trying to do to us as individuals, as sovereign beings, human beings within a country that's supposed to be proud to say, I'm proud to be an American, where at least I know I'm free. But now it's turning into like school shootings are a pastime now of ours, and everybody is so emotionally and politically enraged, nobody can sit down and have a conversation without, ah! just screaming their eyes out guys do you know the main reason why tiktok is getting banned this has nothing to do with protecting the youth because if they wanted to protect the youth we would not have child trafficking and all this other bullshit going on in the world and toxic foods and superstores targeting children and babies don't give me that bullshit what this really is is a multitude of things the main ones are number one other platforms cannot compete with TikTok. TikTok is over 150 users and probably growing every single day. And it is unbiased. It is unplatform in the sense that nothing else can control it other than the free-flowing uh, sharing that it has for a creator standpoint. Somebody with no followers can have a viral video, whereas every other single platform, whether it be Instagram, whether it be Facebook, Twitter, if you don't have a following, nobody is seeing your stuff. I don't care who you are. Unless you pay, you will not get the play. And that is heartbreaking. You can even see now with Meta and how Meta is a superpower. And by the way, can we talk about the fact that Facebook and that Zuckerberg, whatever his name is, the alien looking thing he is, guys, he did worse, way worse than any of these TikTok accusations. And guess what? His platform's still there. Interesting. Uh, you can look into that yourself and really get a note on it. This is about the ability it has that they don't like freedom of speech. They don't like people saying whatever they want, whenever they want, and they cannot silence it or they can't do anything to it because they don't have control of it here. And they hate that. They hate when people are able to get information outside of their main source of media incoming. All that bullshit. You just need to look into it and know this is about money. That's why they're lobbying these politicians to speak on shit they have no idea about. That's why if you go back and watch, they can't even read TikTok, TikTok, tickety tuka. They don't know what they're talking about. This has to do with people's money getting touched, so they're not a fan. People being able to talk and communicate more than ever before, they're not a fan. And ultimately, they like to cover shit up. They don't like people talking about Ohio train spills and the freaking chemical compounds and people's water in the air. No, they don't want you to talk about that. They want you to worry about the evil, orange, purple, pink-haired man that's yelling racist, all this. Just be aware, okay? TikTok is not hurting the youth. It is everything outside of it. It all starts at home, people, okay? So it just pisses me off to know that one of my favorite platforms of all time, and it has nothing to do with the fact that I have a decent following on there. It's the fact that everything I do from a consumption standpoint of entertainment is TikTok because I like to get people's firsthand accounts and then I'll decide if it's stupid or not. Okay. You don't tell me what's stupid or not. I should be able to decide, but I guess people are so dumb now they got to Google what it means to breathe. So that's just my spill on that. Just be more aware. It's not the stupid things. So you're telling me CEO of TikTok. If I'm on TikTok and I'm on my Wi-Fi, TikTok is accessing my Wi-Fi? Big brain, big brain. So let's continue. <laughs> and I don't want to go into that. I'll, I, again, we'll, we'll do that another time, okay? Uh, new Patreon episode this month, by the way, too. I'm going to be doing the... Um, what show was it again? The one that everybody was hot on? Oh, yes. Cyberpunk Edge Runners. And I'll just say this. I wasn't as a fan as everybody else was. Definitely was not anime of the year. I'll tell you why. A lot of thoughts on that. Patreon only. It's going to drop in a week or two. 
Also, Shallow Oceans, the other podcast, I hope. If you're looking for more uh, of a motivational standpoint, somebody that can talk to you one-on-one and just give you some more insight and have some fun with, go listen to that podcast, Shallow Oceans Podcast. So let's start with these lists. Let's go down them and have some fun. Shout out the person who asked it and answer it to the best of my ability. So let's start with oh, a hot one right out the gate. This is Do Crew Gaming. Shout outs to Do Crew Gaming. He is a Patreon member as well. And he says, Alex, what in the heck happened to Weeb Nation? And how come you guys disappeared without even doing a farewell episode? Uh, well, oh my gosh, it looks like I just tipped my cup over and spilling the tea here. So might as well continue with the tea falling out of the cup. A lot of things happen behind the cover. So if you guys are not aware, if this is uh, your first time ever hearing about this, or if you are somebody that came from the Weeb Nation podcast and the family, hi, welcome, and it's good to talk to you. A lot of things happen behind the scenes. So that was a podcast we started about three years ago. It was with me and my good friend Chris at the time. Chris Rivas, not Rivias or whatever Space Cowboy says, Rivas, Rivas. So me and Chris, we decided since I work at a radio station and I have the equipment available, I have the studios and all that good stuff, we decided, uh, why don't we do a podcast together? I have the availability. I always love podcasting. Let's sit down, talk, and talk about anime. I mean, we love anime. Everybody's starting to get a little bit more hot on anime three years ago, so why don't we have some fun? Let's do this. This was before COVID, and we did. We had fun. We would go into the studio. Shout-outs to Ricky. I hope his mic is still off wherever he's at right now. We would sit down, have fun, do the show, and it was a great time. It was a weekly podcast. What we were doing, which was crazy to think about now, we would watch an entire thing from first episode to completion, and we would rate it, review it, and talk about it every single week, and we watched so many damn animes within a couple years it blows my mind to think about and also at the same time it's kind of scary because i invested that much time within a small amount of period i was able to watch the entirety of the thing how did i sleep eat or breathe who knows but great time we skyrocketed had a great time went out to texas went to a convention shout out to weeb stop the whole family there sent by squad and everybody it was great dude had a great time out there went to pittsburgh met day one joe son got to chill with him stay with the family it's just it was doing so much and so much momentum shout out to vinyl labs got to meet them in texas and then we hit a wall and when the wall was hit that's when you could tell everything was changing because we were assuming to be partners right 50 50 all that stuff and etc etc but the thing that's crazy about all that is that when you allow business to get involved when things are having so much fun and the money aspects and all this it can dilute things and make it very weird and get weird between the two so i'm somebody who doesn't care much about the money aspect i like to be entertaining i like to worry about that i like to do my thing to entertain people be more creative find new ways to have fun with the shows think of new segments and stuff and just do a good entertaining experience because if I'm not putting my heart and soul into the show, why am I doing it? I would not sit down and talk to you guys right now if I didn't like doing this and didn't think that somehow, some way, you guys would enjoy this as well. Or at the very least, you would enjoy my energy and excitement. You know what I'm saying? Like there has to be a bare minimum here, right? Well, that was always my thing. So we had a lot of differences. We had a lot of disagreements. We liked different shows and stuff, which made for good banter on the show. But outside of that, behind the glass, it built up a lot of tension between us because. I was doing stuff not just there, but I was also doing Shallow Oceans. I was getting into card opening. I was getting into all these different adventures. He was not a fan of it because he thought Weeb Nation needed to be the home of all of it. When in factuality, that's not how this works at all. It should have been where we talked anime together and did that. And then if I go into other adventures, it shouldn't matter as long as it didn't take away the time from our thing. You know what I'm saying? So we saw business differently. We saw the outlook of life differently. I wanted to adventure into more open-mindedness, find different things, challenge stuff. He just wanted to do his own thing family, friends, and stuff, it's fine. There is no right or wrong here. We just grew apart and we're different people. The issue, though, and why Weeb Nation had a falling out is it got to a part where he resented me. And it's unfortunate. He was trying, starting to think that, and I'm speaking for him because he's obviously not here, 
He started to get to a spot where he resented me and thought I was more so using the brand of Weeb Nation to benefit myself when in factuality, I had no need to do any of it if that was the ultimate purpose for me doing it in the first place. I would have just done a solo show. I am not anywhere incapable of hosting a show myself. I know my talents. I know my ability. I know my creativity level and I know my outlook on life is different from anybody. I don't need somebody here to do it. I did it because it was fun and I enjoyed his company and thought I could inspire him to do something fun as well. But it fell out. He stopped knowing YouTube because YouTube wasn't popping. But anybody knows who does YouTube, bro, you got to do it for years sometimes before any traction happens from the consistency you get and you finally pop off with one video and the rest is history. He stopped doing that. I wanted to do all this other stuff with TikTok, this and that, but I was already doing so much with the podcasting, the social media, all this. I can't keep doing more. So I kind of let off the gas. And in doing so, the show suffered. It started to fall off. He started to have a relationship. So that took precedent in his life. That kind of deterred a lot of his views on the shows and everything we're watching. And it just changed the whole dynamic so much to it got to a spot where it was like, why are we really doing this? I'm getting invited to events to host them. And he's getting upset about it, saying it. Whoa, you know, like, why am I not invited? Because they're not hiring Weeb Nation. They're hiring Alex Teichert. This is what I do. I'm an entertainer. I talk. I do this. It doesn't need to be both of us here. I can go do it and just pub the show. But it was always, you know, half and half, 50-50. It's just, it wasn't right, right? Like, in my mindset... There was not a lot of money involved or any of that stuff, but I wanted to do something different. So it fell out. It really did. Towards the end, it got just bad. Like he had this bad view on me and thought it was so weird. So it just it was just cleaner to say, you know what? Let's just do a blackjack dealer clap of the hands and end this here and just move our separate ways. So after all of that fell out, we had our differencing of views. We saw the world differently and everything worked out anymore. And it was just basically you could tell like it's just time to move on. It's like a relationship. Even if you're intimate with somebody or your partner or your significant other, sometimes you just know this ain't going to be saved, man. Like I can't change you. I'm not trying to change you. You're a grown ass person. I'm a grown ass person. I'm not going to sit here and baby you. So just whatever. We'll do our own thing. So we did. And I respected his wishes so much. I even asked him. I was like, should we, uh, you want to do a farewell episode just to tell the fans, you know, like, thank you for all this and everything. And he's like, nah, I'm good. I don't want to do it. And I respected it and I allowed it. Should I have? No, I should have said something. I should have said, well, dude, I mean, that's a bad look because we've been doing this so long. There's so many people who enjoy this show and love what we do. The least we do is owe them a farewell, a thank you and tell them we love you. And we never got that chance. I was upset. I really was, but I held it and I respected his wishes. I even went to the extent and deleted all the social media platforms that I spent all that time building. It's all right. I'll do it. I'll delete it. Whatever. I'll restart and do it all myself because again, I don't doubt my abilities. It just sucked to know that is what it got to and the extremism it got to and the people who were really at fault was you, the fans. And that utterly sits wrong with me to this dying day because it's the same reason why I think people don't understand relationships. If you marry somebody and you have a child with that person, your life is no longer yours. It is that child's life that is precedent over yours. That child did not choose to be here. You chose to have that child. Whether it was planned or not, whatever it is, it's now born. It is your responsibility to not only educate it, support it, protect it, and raise it to be an active person in society to better it and to better the world and the surrounding people within it and to give it love and compassion and all the time it needs. You chose to do that. You are now the second person in charge of your life. They are the first one. They come before you. Same thing is what I see with no matter what endeavor I go to in life. You, the fans, were the first priority. Everything was for you. Everything we did, everything we talked about was for you. That's why I loved it so much and why I had so much fun doing it. So to leave you guys high and dry, to not tell you guys thank you, and to not do a farewell parting episode to all of that, 
is utterly disgusting to me and it sucks. And I, I apologize for the both of us because I hold no ill will to him. He could call me tomorrow and tell me he needs help. I would help him. I just know have no re- need to reach out to him. We don't talk anymore. We don't hang out like we used to. It's just different. The show definitely showed us each other who we were and the extent of what we were. And business does damage a lot of people. That's why they say be careful about adding money and business into friendships, relationships, family, whatever it is. You will really know who somebody is and it will make or break you very fast. So unfortunately it did. I still have love for him, just like my past relationships, my exes, whatever. I have love for everybody. I, I the, the spectrum between love and hate is a choice. I keep choosing to love. It's just how I do it. I can let things go. It's how I live. Some people can't. That's fine. Let Live the life you do. But just know that I apologize for both of us. We did really love you guys, and we had a great time doing it. It started so pure. Um, I think they're pretty much deleted everywhere but on Spotify. So if you go back and listen to our Spotify episodes on Weeb Nation Podcast and listen to the first, the first like five or six episodes and then go listen to the last five or six, you can tell the difference. You can see how it changed, and it wasn't the same. Started off fun, started off great, and then turned into a chore and then resentment. So that's what happened. That is ultimately what happened. Uh, Weeb Nation had a collapse from the inside, differencing of views, opinions, and life force, and it ultimately just turned the show off. So we did. And that's why there was no farewell episode. He wasn't a f- uh, he didn't want to do it. He was just not in a place to do it, and I respect it. And I don't blame him. Uh, I just wouldn't do it solo. It just wouldn't have been right to just release an episode by myself. So do and everybody else, the tea is completely out of my cup. So again, nobody is to blame. Nobody is the bad guy there. People just change and evolve differently. And it sucked that it couldn't be fixed or mended. But ultimately, everything does happen for a reason. Thus why I evolved as Yanime Senpai, the guy here to guide you through life and through thoughts. So shout outs to you, do. Hopefully that helps and gave you some insight. Now, Let's go to the Discord manager himself. Shout out to Megas, a.k.a. Chris. And he said, what do you think they're going to reveal for Naruto on December 17th? Well, that was months ago. And now I know because it was just released. It's a movie. (laughs) They have finally announced a movie for Naruto that's coming out, I think, the end of this year, the beginning of next year. That is insane. I've said this before on one of these shows. I will say it again. You guys need to be prepared because there are so many banger episodes in series and shows themselves that are going to be coming back to the limelight because now that anime is becoming popularized and mainstream, and I really mean this when I say this, if you go look at the Crunchyroll Awards show, the ceremony they had that looked like a red carpet gala, the only thing they were missing was Will Smith slapping the shit out of somebody, and they're like, keep Aaron's name out your mouth. That was all they were missing. It looks like a Hollywood event. And by the way, I hate that. I don't want anime going Hollywood. We like our anime the way it is. We're nerds. We're weebs. We're otakus. We're not this uptight Hollywood class people. We don't need a show and dress in ballroom, okay? Stop that shit. Go back to normal. But... I just hope you guys know that since Naruto is coming back, and Megas, I mean this, some of the greatest shows that we grew up with and watching are not only going to get remade, probably a lot of them are going to get live anime adaptations and all that stuff into live action. There is a lot of stuff that's coming. I don't even know all of it. I just see the writing on the wall. It's the same thing that's happening in Hollywood. They are re-releasing bangers and remaking them. I have no doubt our favorite shows from the past are not safe. (laughs) They are coming back as well. So hopefully that answers it for you, Megas, and I hope you enjoy that. So now let's go to one of my favorite people, Space Cowboy. 
So Space Cowboy asks, out of all the various live action anime adaptations, which one do you think was the best? Absolutely Avatar The Last Airbender. I don't care what anybody says. M. Night Shyamalama Ding Dong killed that show. Absolutely knocked it out of the park. I wish he did seven more of those just to show people how to not do a movie and how to not make a live adaptation out of an animated series. Uh, So yes, I know Avatar is not technically anime, which by the way, let me vent here real quick. Do you guys understand the difference in opinion between anime and animation? Anime is a type of culture animated in Japan. That is why it's called anime. It's their style, it's their heritage, it's their culture, and it's where it's developed. It is still animation, but it is called anime. It's a varying degrees, just like basketball and football and soccer are sports. Different places play differently, different rules, different regulations, different type of pairs and all, but they are still sports. Doesn't matter what it is, football, football, it is a sport. Anime, animation, and whatever, it is a animation style, okay? They're under the same bracket. So guys, if you want to go out there and say Avatar The Last Airbender is an anime, go for it. You're not technically correct because it isn't from Japan, but guess what? It is a type of animation. I'm not going to hate you for it. You can speak that and think it's true. If you want to go on analytical standpoint, well, if you look here, the documentation, it is a selfie, F-I-E. Selfie means I take a picture of self That's fine. You can be one of those grammar over-the-top Nazis if you want. That's fine. You can do that if you want to, but I'm just saying it doesn't dismay me. It doesn't piss me off. You can think whatever you want. It's not technically from Japan, but yes, it's animation. Okay, we happy now? Can we all get together and hug each other, Megas anime? Okay? Megas, stop talking shit on Avatar The Last Airbender. It's a good show. It's my childhood, bro. That was on Nickelodeon. Gosh. But I would actually say, and I do actually mean this. I'm going to be all serious with you. I did enjoy the English version and the Japanese version of Death Note. I liked them. The English side was more cornier, but I like to see Ryuk in life, the way that they make L and Light Yagami and everything. I like it. I like it because it is a reflection of how it would be in real life, and it's nowhere close to anime. That's why we love anime over live adaptations, but I enjoyed them. But I will say, Space Cowboy, the best one that I've seen that I thoroughly enjoyed is the Full Metal Alchemist ones. If you go back and watch those, I think there's a total of two now with a third one coming out, or it could be one and two now. I'm not sure. I know there's at least two. They are extinguishedly well done. They are so well put together. Not only the way that they animate it and stuff and like put the CGI effects and stuff like that. It looks so damn good. I love how the characters are captured. I like the actors. I like the way that they present themselves with their voices and the interpretations of everything. It is so well done. I know it was on Netflix when I watched it many moons ago. I recommend you guys going if you would like to dip your toes in the live action anime adaptations. Go watch the Full Metal Alchemist ones. They're actually surprisingly really good. And the Dragon Ball one. <laughs> I'm just I'm just kidding. Don't watch the Dragon Ball one. It's really bad. <laughs> so now shout outs to Discord member Mariki Marisi Marisi815. Mirichi Mirichi. I think I messed your name up last time. I'm sorry. Don't hate on me. He says, Oh, this guy knows my lifestyle. He said, Would you go back to eating meat but be able to still watch anime or never watch anime again? Dog, what did I just tell you? I'm giving up anime and podcasting after this show. So easily, I'll just not eat meat anymore. Are you kidding me? Come on now. Okay, if that's literally the two choices you're giving me, and it's either eat meat to watch anime, or you get to watch no anime and not eat meat, I'll eat meat once in a while. Because you didn't preface it. You didn't specify. I'm going to be the grammar Nazi that I hate so much. You did not specify if I have to eat it every day. If not, if I just have to eat it occasionally once in a while, I have no doubt my body could be amplitude enough and enjoy it. 
And if you didn't know this, yeah, I don't eat much meat. Uh, I'm somebody who has gotten so like really over the top with health and stuff like that. I've realized human beings are not meant to have meat every single time we eat. It's supposed to be like once in a while. I mean, bro, go, there's so many things that happen. I didn't even mention I fasted for 98 hours. I fasted for the first time in my life for almost five days. You know how incredible that is? And it wasn't a dry fast. A dry fast is no food or water. I just did a regular fast with water only. And it was one of the most enlightening and incredible experiences I've ever had in my life. I'm going to dedicate half of the Shallow Oceans podcast I'm going to record soon on fasting. Be prepared. And you should do it in your life. At least a day or two or intermittent fat. Whatever it is, turn the car off once in a while is all I'm going to say. But yes, I'll indulge in some meat just to watch anime. Don't twist my arm, okay? Now, this Discord member's name is huh? Question mark? Huh? Question mark? What is your opinion thought about all the anime that released this season? Well, I think you're referring to the end of winter of 2022, if I'm not mistaken. So if that is what you were referring to, which I I actually really hope that's what you're referring to. uh, Let's go back to winter of 2023. Let's go look at fall 2022. I think it was fall time you're referring to. So if it was fall, that was when we had Bleach Thousand Year Blood War. We had Chainsaw Man. We had Blue Lock. Holy crap, we had a lot of good ones. Oh, don't even get me started on Housing Complex. Blech. We had uh, Golden Commu Season 4, Eternal Boys, if you know what I'm talking about. Yay. Another JoJo's. We also had some new fun ones like Move Love Alternate Second Season, My Hero Academia 6, Mob Psycho 3. On God, dude. Spy Family Part 2, Romantic Killer, The Eminence in Shadow. Uzaki-chan wants to hang out, W. Uh, It's hard to remember exactly when this was, but if I'm going to look back at the entirety of 2022, all I'm going to say is, what a sensational time. Overlord 4, Dr. Stone, Classroom of the Elite, uh, Licorice Recoil, House of Shadows, Is It Wrong to Pick Up Girls in Dungeon, uh, Kaguya-sama Love is War, Spy Family, Kingdom 4, Summertime Rendering, Komi Can't Communicate, Ascendance of a Bookworm, Attack on Titan, My Dress Up Darling, Teasing Master Tagiya-san, Case Studies of Vanity, a regular school high school reminisce how to be realistic there was a lot there was a lot anime is utterly insane and what i can tell you and i'll just use this as a general question huh 2022 was the best year of anime we've had yet and guess what we're already into 2023 a few months in this is going to be the next best year of anime we've ever had there is no recency biased this is just cold hard facts you can believe it if you want you can choose to not believe me but guess what Anime Senpai, don't lie. Remember that. (laughs) I don't know why I did a 300 like (gasps) there. So now, let's move on to valid takes double Z double D. And I'll I'll decide if your takes are valid, okay? I'll decide. What's an anime that you think is very overhated? Oh my gosh. Now this... Oh, I'm going to sit up for this one in the nice gaming chair I have. So I'm going to tell you this. I am beyond glad you asked me this question because this is one I've been waiting to talk about. In my peripheral, in my views, in my understanding, and everybody I've talked to, listened to, and anybody I bring up this show to and listen to what they have to say and everything that the outside source of social media and whatever it is, without a doubt, the overhated anime that is very overhated for no good reason is Sword Art Online. I'll tell you why. Yes, 
I Am Bias, Sword Art Online, and also Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood are two of the animes that introduced me back into anime in my young adulthood, and I will tell you this, those shows will forever hold a special place in my heart. Until Attack on Titan finishes, I still have Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood as the greatest anime I've ever watched in my entire life. That says a lot. Sword Art Online is the grandfather of isekais before we even realize what isekais were. We don't even understand and fathom the complexities of what is really going on and what is truly happening with the world around us and with anime. People don't understand that Sword Art Online was about a concept, more about the portrayal of what it was showing you. It has so many volumes and in-depth manga, literature, and all this stuff. Do you know how much was there for them to use? And they had to do their best to split a one season into two parts to cover all of the different arcs in the entirety of the show. So everybody who sits there and tries to give me that bullshit excuse and says, well, season one, part one half was the best of SAO. And then the second fairy, la 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 la, shanana is such a fruitcake. It's not even good. And then Gun Gale Online, I guess, was kind of cool because Sinon is best girl and then you go to alicization and it was kind of cool too but there was some parts that were dragged out and what's up with the leaf a tentacle part okay if you're telling me a show that is one of the most well-known in the entire world that has a complex literature series to it and also has three full extent seasons with probably a fourth one coming down the road somewhere which i don't care for anymore You're going to crap on an anime and say, this one is one of the most hot garbage shows you've ever seen. I really question how long you've been watching anime. I really question then if your favorite shows, those people who say that, their favorite shows, I'll tell you right now. Anybody who craps on Sword Art Online, their favorite shows are either One Piece, uh, Black Clover, Jujutsu Kaisen, Dragon Ball Z, Mob Psycho. Mm, I'm trying to think of all these other trolley. My Hero Academia, those kind of shows. Because those people get to sit back, turn off their brain, and watch nonstop action. Demon Slayer, Kamitsu no Yaiba. That's one of my favorite ones, too. Hey, what's up, man? I noticed you got a Demon Slayer sticker on your car. Yeah, it's my favorite. Oh, really? Yeah. Do you know what the Japanese... Kamitsu no Yaiba. All right. Uh, Ooh, to you, too. I'll see you inside. Uh, So that's why I think it's not only that the type of things that people hate on, it's a reflection of what they truly watch and they think is well of themselves. You have to understand that Sword Art Online is more than just a simple concept. The show is showing you the future of where we're going with our society. Within our lifetimes, we are going to have full dive technology where you get to put a brain chip in your head and you get to put on one of these VR units. It connects to all of your senses and you get to be full sent into a virtual reality world through your subconsciousness, like almost like uh, astral projecting or whatever you want to say. This show was ahead of its time. Akahiko Kayaba, which is the antagonist in the first part of it, when he made Aincrad and the entirety of that show that Asuna and Kirito get to go into... Kirito and Asuna are one of my favorite anime couples of all time because they fell in love and made the best of their life within a world that was supposed to be a prison to them. But if you think about it, anybody who's a hardcore gamer, if you gave me the opportunity to live into one of my favorite games, which I'll shout out right now, Rose Online, which by the way, I played Rose Online when I was a kid back in junior high and elementary school. Rose Online was out. It is one of the oldest MMORPGs next to World of Warcraft, all the other games that you can think of. This game is so old, it literally only takes 2.6 gigabytes to download. 
That's how insane it is. So shout outs to Rednim. They're an independent gaming company, a small one with only a couple people working at it. They bought the rights to the old school Rose Online because this game shut down so, 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 so long ago. Brought it back, have the servers. It's an early release and I'm playing it so extensively. Shout outs Clan Cloud, by the way, Cloud number one. It is such a dope game. I've been loving it and I've been playing it so much. And uh, I've just been trying to binge it while I can, you know, since it's just fun to here and there. And you know, you can get away with some gaming once in a while. So I had to shout out because if you gave me the ability to full dive into that kind of a game with the community and the players and the aspects of that game itself and the world building and the planet hopping and all that, I would take it. I would. Because it's an experience into something you truly love. Because if any of us sitting here really look around us and say, oh, this world is a utopia. This world is so good. You are so full of shit. You have no idea how much is behind closed doors. And it's upsetting because we can easily fix it if we just acknowledged it was there. If you sit on the other side of the room and you hear something going on the other side, you're like, oh, somebody else can handle it. No, go in there and stop it. And it's over. Like, that's what it is. I just think... Sword Art Online is a representation of that. It is a place that will take you to a world that you don't feel that you could get any closer to, but it gives you that ability. Kirito was not a part of our world. He didn't care for it. He lived inside that game. He found his purpose in those video games, and he lived it. You know how many people are otakus pent up in their rooms, and that is their life? They love it because social anxieties and all this stuff? Who's to say that they're not a part of society in their own way? Who's to say they're not good people just because they don't have uh, social skills like you and they have social anxieties? Like That is what Sword Art Online represented, and guess what? This guy meets a girl he would have never met in his entire life because of that game. They fall in love. They go through it and save people. They save all of these people who are trapped in this video game. It is such a cool concept because it warps your mind like what is going to happen next? I don't care about the bad things. If you give me a whiteboard in front of me right now and put a little white dot on it, I'm not going to stare at that well, I wouldn't be able to see it because it's a whiteboard. That's a bad analogy. If you gave me a whiteboard and you put a black speck dot of whatever, ink of paper, whatever it is, or a Sharpie, I'm not going to look at that dot. I'm going to look at the entirety of the whiteboard and say, I got all this room still to play with. It's all about perspective. Sword Art Online is not as bad as people say. Sword Art Online is not a piece of heart garbage. Sword Art Online gives you so much within a three-season span. I can even argue Alicization is close to being the best part of SAO in its entirety. I love Alice. I love Yu-Gi-Oh. I love the story. I love the admin. I love everything about the story of the complexity within the soul equators, and now they're going even deeper now. It's like freaking, what is it? That movie with, um, oh, I'm slowly spacing right now, Inception. There it is. It just popped in my head with Leo DiCaprio. That movie is insane because it's a dream and a dream and a dream. They are literally now in their souls, like, and they're creating lives artificially that are sentient like you guys don't understand that's the future alice gets brought out of that into a cyborg and lives in it as a kind of soul that's not a real soul but it's a made soul and it's it just that's the future that's why sao is so dope look past all the petty dumb shit even this the fairy part was really dope because it's a different world that they're playing it's just god y'all just hate to hate i really know it now y'all just hate to hate so let's move on there's my shtick <laughs> shout outs to one of our mods in discord some mantics semantics some underscore man underscore ticks i'm kind of a guy who likes reading the manga of anime i love i am going through and getting rid of stuff that i have is there a site that is free that i can use to see scans of the manga and see if i'd get with the series more than just with the anime uh i'm actually not sure because this is a fun thing behind closed doors for you semantics i don't read much manga at all I'm purely anime only. Do you want to know why? I'm the anime senpai, not the manga senpai. 
I watch these things so I can talk to you about them. I don't like to read because a lot of these shows that you read further into eventually come back or have their own things. The only one I've ever read in my life uh, completely, well, two almost now, I'm almost done with Berserk, uh, is Spice and Wolf. Spice and Wolf captivated me when I watched the anime. It's the first C- uh, CD Blu-ray set I bought for the complete season one and two. It's the first complete manga series and the light novel series I got. I got their spin-off series called Wolf and Parchment. I got their collector's edition novel medieval hard book cover that's serial numbered because I love that show so much. It is so well done. It is one of the best love stories ever told. And that is without a doubt something I crave. It's the only one I've ever read through because I don't want to spoil anything to come. And it leaves me authentic to reviewing and talking about animes only. So I can't help you with that. I really wish I could, but I'm sure if I googled in clickety clickety clackety on Google and typed in exactly like, where can I go to scan over mangas to see if I'm sure you could find something, but uh, just make sure it's not pirated. (laughs) So now, let's go to Super underscore Mexi. Hola, Super Mexi. Racist. Uh, Super Mexi asks, what are your top 10 waifus and husbandos? Oh my gosh. Okay, I will hold off on doing husbandos until part three for you, Super underscore Mexi, and I will do just the top 10 waifus. I'll name them the first ones that come to mind, and then I'll rank them from 10 to 1. Uh, Definitely Holo, definitely Zero Two. Violet Evergarden. Uh, man. I really like Akira. Akira, I think her last name was like Kawamoto. Akira. She is one of the sisters, the oldest sisters, and March comes in like a lion. Oh my God. This sister. Mm. Find me a woman like that in my life, is all I'm going to say. Uh, that's four. Asuna at five. Kurisu. In love with Okabe from Steins Gate at six gotta put my sakurajima after that movie rascal does not dream of dreaming girl oh my gosh uh three more amelia amelia over rem every day uh this is a new fan favorite your your foringer uh forger <laughs> foringer she's a foringer uh your your forger for sure for sure and the last one this one might be controversial but i would absolutely put toru toru from toru Handusan from fruits basket that is for sure for sure Oh, man. You want me to rank those now? No, I can't do it. I can't do it. I can't do it. That's tough. That is tough, dude. Oh, I can't do it. I can't. I won't. I won't. I won't. I won't do it. But yeah, those are my top 10. So that's the top 10 for you. Um, Toru from Toru Hondo-san from Fruits Baskets, Your Forger from Spy Family, Amelia from ReZero, My Sakurajima from Rascal Does Not Dream of Dreaming Girl, and Rascal Does Not Dream of Bunny Girl Senpai, Kurisu from Steinsgate, Asuna from Sword Art Online, Akira uh, Akari Akari Kawamoto from March Comes In Like a Lion, Violet Evergarden from Violet Evergarden, Zero Two from Darling in the Franks, and Holo from Spice and Wolf. The way I just read those off is actually not bad. That's a pretty good order to start with that. So those are 10. 10 of my top favorite waifus for you, Super Mexi. I'll do the husbandos next. Shout out to Short Kings, Levi. Discord Mercury 101. So Discord Mercury 101 says, who is your most hated anime slash manga character? Oh my gosh. I'm going to give you one of each. Manga, Griffith. Griffith from Berserk. Now, if you've watched Berserk, you might know who Griffith is. If you've read Berserk, you know who Griffith is. If you know, then you know. This man does something that is so vile, so disgusting, and so outright unexpected. It destroyed me. And 
the things that Guts has been through, the entirety of his character, how he was freaking born and what he was born into, what Griffith does to him is out of pocket. That's the best way I can put it. Absolute out of pocket. I'm not spoiling anything because if you have never read Berserk, it's a top three manga of all time. It is one of the peakest literatures you will ever read. And trust me when I say this, once you get up to like volume 16, you will break. I will break you. Like Drago says, you will break. Anime wise, I don't even have to think about it. Rachel. Rachel, Rachel, Rachel. Rachel. Oh my God. From Tower of God. Let's just say I had a hint. People said like some lingerings and stuff about her, but I didn't really know much, right? So I watched it, involved, uh, divulged into it and had fun. Not only was I taken such for a loop at the end of season one, not only was I expecting her to have like a little bit of a redeeming arc or something good about her as to why she was doing what she was doing. Nope. None of that. This girl FTB. I know I like to talk shit on Mommy Chan from Rag, Rent a Girlfriend, and tell you she is literally one of the worst human entities to ever exist in an anime form because she is literally a rotting cesspool of just wickedness, wanting to destroy anything that she can't have because she's bored and she is uh, damaged like most Western women are. Rachel utterly broke my heart to see what this character does and how much she destroys around her and bomb i love bomb dude bomb is like so many men out there just so good hearted and loving and wanting to help and then boom you get kicked in the chest and spartan kicked into oblivion wow wow go watch tower of god if you have not wow but yeah griffith from manga side rachel from the anime side now not underscore jackie discord member not underscore jackie well this i don't know who this is if it's not jackie uh says first anime you ever watched now this is tough if i go back into the memory banks i easily know i watched a ton a ton a ton back when we actually had to wake up early and watch like toonami and we had warner brothers studios and stuff like we had to wake up early on the weekends for cartoons y'all have no idea how dope that was to look forward to that every morning with like a bowl of cinnamon toast crunch the taste you can see uh i would say Pokemon and Yu-Gi-Oh! I definitely watch those religiously. And shout-outs to, you know, the Pokemon adventure finally ending. Ash finally woke up from his coma. Good for you. Pokemon and Yu-Gi-Oh! But if I'm saying, like, a real anime, I remember watching some Inuyasha, and that was such a cool ride, dude. What a cool character. White-haired demon, and he's got this dark-haired girl just thimping over him. What a, what a boss. That's for sure the first anime I do ever have recollection of ever sitting down and watching. But then my reintroduction to anime in my young adulthood, which really made me fall in love with it, Jackie. I'm sorry, you're not Jackie. Not underscore Jackie, so not whoever. I'm going to call you Dwight. Uh, would be Sword Art Online and Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. Those were the two big shows I watched back to back, which I full sent after that. I fell utterly in love, and I will never go back. So hopefully that helps. Hopefully that's a little bit more insight into Senpai. Now... Zach underscore K2. Zach, what's up, my boy? Shout out to Florida. He says, got any shows coming out in 2023 on your radar? Starting off strong with Vinland Saga Season 2, which is peak. Peak. Farmland Saga is peak. Oh, my God. I can't wait for tomorrow. I don't know if the season's over or paused right now, but it is getting so effing good. Thorfinn is a man, baby. He is a man. And I'm loving it. So some off the top of my head that I can tell you that's supposed to be this year towards the end of this year or possibly the beginning of next solo leveling, solo leveling, everybody. If you thought Chainsaw Man, if you thought Spy Family, 
got hype. If you thought My Dress Up Darling came out of nowhere, just wait until the fandom of Shonen, which is the main market on anime, gets a hold and starts to get hyped for solo leveling. There's a reason why this literature set, this I think it's a manga or it might be a webtoon series, webtoon series. There's a reason why it does really well. If you guys go and enjoy it and just kind of take a peek into what it is and what it talks about and the character and the whole story type, the world itself, building elements and whatnot, that show is going to break the mold. Just be ready. And just remember I said that. Uh, Spice and Wolf. Spice and Wolf remake. I don't know. They haven't said anything yet. It just was announced. So I don't know if it's the end of this year, the end of next year. Who knows? I'm just going to throw that in here because I freaking love that show. God, I can't wait for Spice and Wolf remake. ReZero season three, which is going to be, oh, oh my gosh. Reborn as a vending machine. Who doesn't like that isekai? Come on now. That's the, that's what we've been waiting for in the isekai world is a vending machine to be reborn as a vending machine who is not excited for that i had to talk about that because i couldn't believe that's an actual show ancient magus bride season two i am so hyped next to violet evergarden ancient magus bride is one of the top fantasy animes i've ever seen and i absolutely love the colors and the beauty behind the imagination in those shows oh i can't wait for that one and of course the hopeless romantic in me Zach, you know this by now. Tony Kawa season two. I have to watch more of it. I need the couple. I need Nasa-chan. I need their love, their young, innocent love. It's so cute, and it's what we all wish and yearn for deep down inside. That's what I need, baby. I can't wait. Those are just a few, but there's so many other shows, man. Those are just a few off the top of my head, Zach, that I'm very excited for. Okay. One more. One more, and then we can finally end part two of Q&A with Senpai. This one's from Facet, and Facet said, what is the most underhated anime slash manga character? Uh, I'm only going to give you one here, because I only need one. Bondrude from Made in Abyss. If anybody here listening to me has watched Made in Abyss, not only are you thrown into a loop in the first episode alone or second, because you think this is a kiddier anime from the kiddie animation style and everything it has. Oh my god. Oh my god. Bondrude? He makes Hitler look like a joke. That's all I'm going to say. Bondrude is an absolute demon in flesh. I don't even know what he is, but he is not human. That man is petrifying on so many levels. When you watch the movie and what he does to his adopted daughter, quote unquote, and the thousands of children that he has a part in, if your heart doesn't break, if your heart doesn't mourn and feel some type of way, I question you as a person. I really do. And I mean that in the best way possible. Bondrude is evil incarnated and then spat out what we thought was evil and said, hold my beer. Let me show you some. Wow. Wow, 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 wow. That movie with him, I have it saved on my uh, my laptop. Uh, it's It hits. It really hits, and it's it's scary. It's really scary. It's petrifying, to say the least. Oh, God. But guys, thank you so much. I'm so glad that you guys took some time to ask another round of questions for me. So now I was able to do this part two. It's so much fun to talk to you guys and sit here and just kind of give you a little bit more of anime senpai. So a little bit of the backstory, what happened Weeb Nation, all the fun anime takes and everything. So I hope that enlightened you a little bit more. And yes, I will do more of these. All you guys have to do is go to Apple Podcasts. That's the next one I want to do. And it's going to be exclusive to Apple Podcasts. Go to Apple Podcasts and leave me a comment. In the comment, leave two questions and I will answer them 
probably in a few months from now. So it gives you guys some time to catch up and listen to whatever it is. If you've left me questions before, it's all good. Just go to Apple Podcast, leave me a review, and put in there the two questions and what you thought of the show. Rate it for me. It really helps too. So now I want to shout out real quick before I get out of here because you know I have to do this for my boy. Shout outs to Tim. Timmy, Timmy, Tim, Tim. Tim and I, we're going on a date, baby. We're going on a date. He's going to take me. I'm going to get an extra large popcorn, butter those hands up, and cut a big old hole in the bottom of that popcorn bowl. Uh, We're going to go watch Suzumi. Suzumi drops Makoto Shinkai's next piece of work. We're going Saturday the 15th. And oh my gosh, I am utterly in love with all of his work utterly in love your name and weathering with you are some of the greatest anime movies you will ever watch i still have (sighs) silent voices number one but that's for personal reasons and what it did in the show but i cannot wait to see this tim my boy i know you said you already saw it we're gonna watch it in dub this time i know everybody out there is like (coughs) dub (coughs) nails on a chalkboard stop it anime's anime watch it your way i don't mind tim wanted to watch it in dub this time the second time around let's go tim i just want to watch the movie and see the beauty come to life I cannot wait. Super pumped about that. Love you guys too. And I'm so grateful you guys stuck around. So remember that next week, I have something big to announce. So we'll have some fun and talk about that. And there's also some other things within the world of anime. I think a lot of people are overlooking. And there's some things that I think not only need to be called out, uh, we got to take out the trash. We need to take out the trash. So we'll do that. That's a lot to look forward to. And also... I like to leave you guys with an anime recommendation. So this time, I want to leave you with one that not only shocked me completely within the first episode, it was such a wild ride. I was glued to it for the first few seasons and then fell off because it kind of, you know, just gets too run on and played on. But Food Wars. If you've never seen Food Wars, they make food not only look so damn good, but they literally have orgasms when they're eating this food, and it is some of the most funniest thing I've seen. Watch at least a season. You'll enjoy it. You don't have to watch the entirety of it. Just go check it out. At least watch the first episode and tell me that ain't like, oh, that's culture, baby. That's culture. It makes you want to go get some ramen. I love you guys so much. Thank you for being a part of the family. Thank you for being a friend and being engaging with all the content and supporting it along this venture of life and all the fun we have. If you ever want to follow me on all social platforms, it's very easy. Just search Anime Senpai Podcast. You'll find me. Join the Discord. Become a part of the family in every attribute you want. While we're still on TikTok, go like that and support it. I got to post some videos before they delete TikTok too. And guys... Never let yourself get down. Enjoy anime your way. Love what anybody says. Forget everything else. You know, like, just just do anime your way. It doesn't matter. Just enjoy it. Love it. If you love One Piece, go love it. I'll support you. I'll even buy you a shirt. You know, that's just the kind of guy I am. But we'll have some fun again next week. Thank you guys so much. Keep your heads up. Stay positive. No matter what happens in life and where we take us, we still have each other, baby. And I'll always be here for you. Unless I disappear for three weeks. But remember, I told you I'm done with podcasting. And I'm done with anime. April Fool's again. Anime Senpai! Out.